You are listening to Trophy Horse with your host, Tricky Mick, Alex, I yield to no one, Steve, and Sid. Everybody and welcome to Trophy Horrors. This is episode 436. I'm your host, Chicky Mick. Alongside with me, the man, the myth, the legend, it's Alex. Packed house today, Tricky. Yes, it is. He brings the awesome every week. It's I Yield to No One. Hi. <laughs> it's a former co-host. He's uh, full of whatever. It's Donnie. What up, doe? And we also have a good friend of mine and a good friend of the show. It's Miss Rochelle. How are you doing, dear? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. All right. So we have to address the elephant in the room. This show is going to be, uh, I don't know even the right terms. It's going to be very conversation heavy. And that's kind of the reason why we have Donnie and Ro with us. Because of the topics that we have to talk about. And Donnie's already laughing because we, we talked before the show about this. Hey, just be real. It's going to be very black and white. <laughs> All right. So let's just get into it. Let's do it as we do every week and give you an updated trophy count. I am level 55, total trophies of 13,119 with a plaque count of 240. Alex? Level 31, total trophy count of 6,926, with a platinum count of 103 platinums in 102 games. Yield. Level 30, trophy count of 6,466, and a platinum count of 105. Sid is level 40, total trophies of 9,759, with 171 platinums. Ro, dear, what are your tro- what's your trophy level? So, my uh, trophy level's eight. I have, uh, well, my level's eight. My trophy count's 416. I have no plats. What are you doing with this mere mortal on the show with this? <laughs> but- Dottie, what, Dottie, what's your level? <laughs> level 31, trophy count is 7699. Plat count is 105. Negative X amount of trophies and negative X amount of plats. <laughs> Jeez. I can't remember. All right. Before we get into what we're playing, uh, I, I know Ro uh, very well. Ro, but our audience doesn't know you. Can you explain who you are and what you've done in the industry and, you know, all that stuff? Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, my gamer tag, my PSN ID, my ID across everything is Ninja Sista. I started back in 2006 with an audio podcast that I did with my sister called Electric Sisterhood, where we talked about video games, tech gadgets, and anime, which were our passion. We ran that podcast uh, for 13 years, and we just shuttered it, and actually yesterday started our vidcast, Black Compat. So I have been around the video game and entertainment industry for over a decade. Um, in primarily spaces talking about diversity, inclusion, and representation. 
All right, and it's all you are also a Xbox ambassador or Xbox MVP? Uh, I am both. I am an ambassador and an MVP. I've been an Xbox MVP for five years. Dang, okay. man, you're really trying to show the unity today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and for anybody who doesn't know, what does an ambassador or an MVP do for Xbox? So ambassadors and MVPs are, are different. MVPs are basically people who are nominated by people of the community as doing great things for the community. Um, I still to this day don't know who nominated me as an MVP, uh, but I know that it must have been for the work that we were doing with the podcast. So. Uh, I primarily work on, like I said, initiatives around diversity and inclusivity. Right now, I'm working on building a program to introduce uh, underprivileged kids here in the Miami area where I live to streaming and online gaming safety um, across all platforms and also trying to work on building a kind of baby esports program as well. So. MVPs do different things. There are a lot of people who are in streaming spaces, who are in community outreach spaces, education spaces, um, really just focused on bringing good and doing good and well in the community. All right. Thank you for that. Awesome. All right. So awesome. let, let's get into what we're I was going to say that's more impressive than any of the rest of us. <laughs> well, that's why I didn't want to stay with because I felt like you know, a small individual right now. I don't feel like I do enough. Do uh, so let's get into what we're playing. The only thing that I have been playing is Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I am currently two trophies away from getting that platinum. Uh, hopefully I will be able to get that platinum tonight while I'm at work on my work PlayStation. Uh, Donnie, what have you been playing, sir? <laughs> uh-huh. With the midst of everything that's going on, I figure the best game to play is Mafia 3. <laughs> wow. Yield, what are you playing? Ah, uh, see. Play, playing some World of Warships Legends, Wolfenstein The New Order, Trine 4, The Nightmare Prince, and I downloaded this new free game this week from the PlayStation Store called Racing Brothers. Okay. Played it a couple of times <laughs> and was like, nah. That's because right. be they tried to steal the Mario Brothers tagline. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, what are you been playing, sir? You already know, it's the Switch games. Quick and to the point. Ro, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing when I've had any downtime. Uh, I've bounced back into Destiny 2. Uh, because I just I miss my hunter, and uh, I'm also playing Animal Crossing just to have some some semblance of happy. Ro, uh, did you buy any turnips today? Uh, I did not make the turnip cutoff because I was asleep. Um, ah. So I'm hoping that I've got some time travel friends that will help me with a hookup later today. Uh, for anyone who doesn't play Animal Crossing, uh, turnips are basically the stock market in the game. So on Sunday mornings until noon, you can buy turnips from Daisy May, and then uh, every day, uh, twice a day, the price that you can sell those to the Nooklings fluctuates. So you can make a ton of money off it, or you can actually lose money on it. But most people will post online when they're selling them for like five or six hundred bills. So yeah, I'm sitting on about the stock market mil in the game. right now in bills. So 
Oh, so you didn't even need to play the stock market Yeah, anymore. I was okay. I was okay with the sleep. <laughs> wow. Okay, see, I well, I've paid off my house completely, but I'm still sitting around a million, so I still get that pull for the uh, the stock market every now, well, basically every week still, but I'm trying to get away from it because I don't really need that much money. I mean, you might though. I mean, what are you, what are you feeling like decorating with? I'm working on building a club on my island. See, we're, we're working on building a botanical garden and like mm-hmm. uh, an entertainment center. So we've kind of got the teacup ride. We kind of want like a little amusement center going on. So we're working on that plus our botanical garden. Nice. Botanical garden is kind of slow going, but we're, we're working on it. I, I figured you guys were going to keep going, so I just... I mean, we can have a, a switch cast if you want down the road. You, you know what? Well, let's save that for another episode. Okay, fair, fair enough. Tricky's too much of a Sony fanboy, Rochelle. I'm sure you know that. No, no, I, I was actually <laughs> very intrigued at the way you guys were talking. It's like, it was it was quick. So, you know, it was back and forth. I was actually enjoying the conversation. We like to give out good information. All right, so let's get into our topics. Uh... The first topic we have is Sony has been fined $3.5 million for misleading Australia consumers. This article is coming from IGN. Uh, Sony Europe, which controls Sony's operations in Australia, has been fined $3.5 million Australian dollars for misleading Australia consumers over its refund policy. The company has been ordered to pay this amount in penalties for, quote, making false and misleading representations, end quote, regarding the Australian consumer law rights. Uh, the court case that led to the settlement involved a series of consumers who contacted Sony over a game they deemed faulty. They were refused refunds for two reasons. The game was purchased digitally, and it had been 14 days since they made the purchase. The responses from Sony did not align with Australia consumer law, so the case went to court. Another breach of the ACL came as Sony told a consumer that it could not provide a refund, quote, unless the game developer authorized it, end quote and told another that the refund would have to be issued using digital currency usable only on the PlayStation Store. Quote, consumer guarantee rights do not expire ad- after ad digital product has been downloaded and certainly do not disappear after 14 days or any other arbitrary date claimed by the game store or developer. End quote. That re- that's read from a statement from Rod Sibbs, chair of the ACCC. Uh, quote, what Sony told these customers was false and does not reflect the consumer guarantee rights afforded to the Australian customers, end quote. So what do you guys think about this? Did you, uh, if, if a company has a refund policy, should they be forced to pay the $3.5 million? Absolutely. I mean, just because a company has a policy, you are still operating within a country. And so if there are consumer laws and things that are put in place to protect the consumers, you are to be held accountable to those protections for consumers. So to me, this is just a case of Sony not doing their homework in this particular market, and it bit them for $3.5 million. Yeah, yeah but it, it, seems, it well, seems like a lot of times, especially like in Europe and... Um, in Australia, a lot of companies, they, they particularly like based in, in America or Japan, like they don't read, uh, they, they think that kind of like the marketing laws are the same or they don't really think about it. So um, Niantic was another company that do, they do Pokemon Go who actually had ran afoul of uh, European marketing rules uh, and they got hit pretty hard for when it came up to um, charges that were misrepresented or unrepresented in uh for an event ticket. So it seems like a lot of people forget about Australian and European marketing laws, and they will sue you real quick with those. Uh, All right, oh. but to play devil... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Donnie. 
Oh, you go ahead. I was going to say, just to play devil's advocate here, could not be argued that when these consumers made the purchases, this was the, the policy, and therefore they knew what they were getting into or should have known by reading the policy? I, I was I was policy. I was just about to get into well, I, I was just about to get into that like uh, the video I did years ago about do you own your video games and I don't know about <laughs> I don't know about Australia that's why I was not going to say it but if there are the same as us over here you're right nobody ever reads the terms of agreement and it's in the terms of agreement and uh, it tells you right there for digital copies download it immediately after buy after that whatever happens we're not responsible for it it literally tells you that in the terms of agreement so it doesn't matter right but the go but the the australian market is saying that sony's policy was was technically illegal and that therefore that's why they're having to do the refunds even though sony's that was sony's policy the australian government saying their policy was illegal in their country well uh, that may be the case but the thing about that is yes uh, by being so-called whatever type of government laws which uh, you don't want to get me started on that bull crap but it don't make it really almost a difference because again it's your fault like in today's age it's your fault if you don't read the terms of agreement. It's your fault if you don't read the contract. You should have read the contract. Like I said, in the video that I did years ago, it tells you in the terms of agreement, when you buy this down digital copy, download it immediately. Whatever whatever happens in your in the process of downloading, if your your machine can shut down by accident in the midst of downloading it. And if something happens within that game, thank you for your money. They tell you that in the terms of agreement. So download All it right. immediately. No matter what happens, if you don't do that, if they remove it from the digital market, you just bought the rights to stare at a copy of a game in your download list. <laughs> Yield, what are your thoughts on all this? Uh, if they broke the if they broke a marketing law, then absolutely they need to, they need to pay for it. And, you know, Sony or any company doing business overseas, whether it would be the U.S. over there or any company over here, each country has their own marketing and advertising laws, and you need to be understanding or uh, educated on those to be able to market correctly. So if Sony broke the law, then they need to pay for it. Also, on the flip side, like Donnie was saying, and I was saying, no one reads the terms of services, because they're filled with so much goggly gunk, and they're filled with, like, 20 pages of stuff. No one wants to read all that. And that's how they get you. And that's how they get you. Here's the thing, here's the thing, Donnie. Sony is basically trying to do, like, a blanket here, where they say, this is our policy, it works everywhere. Not realizing that different countries have different laws and different rules... (laughs) And especially when it comes to marketing, and Sony can't just come in and be like, we're the law, this pertains to everybody. Uh, I was like, you used the word not realizing. Uh, all these corporations realize and know that other countries have their own set of rules. But So going off that aspect, yes, 
Sony knew that you're supposed to change up your policy to economize or uh, not condomize, but a kind of uh, you know uh, make it for that particular country, not just hey we're America, we stationed here. You have to go buy our stuff. No, you have to. <laughs> this that's their rules over there. So you, our rules doesn't count. That's like saying. Yeah, that's like no. Well, you say you say that Sony realizes that, but how many times in the past has Sony been pretty brazen and had like wow. felt like they had the suit of armor on them where they were untouchable? <laughs> oh, wait, thank you, Alice, for sounding like me. Now, yes, I say that about Sony all the time in America. Yeah, we're, they're uh, cocky. It's, Donnie, you, they're you've rubbed cocky. off on me, Donnie. They're cocky. It's also we're cocky. I, it's I also... talk about Sony all the time. We're, they're cocky, and that's what they do. So yes, that by them being cocky, that's not saying that they don't realize. That's just them being cocky and think they can't be touched. I say that all the time. <laughs> all right, it's all, it's also worth noting that the the three point five million is going is a fine to the government. It is not going back to the customers who feel like they were ripped off. Even more, it's even also, more, what I say. <laughs> all right, let's move on to our next topic. Sony has delayed the PlayStation Five reveal event that was scheduled to happen uh, as of this recording three days ago. Four days ago? Mm-hmm. It was on uh, Thursday. Four days ago. It was Thursday. We're recording Sunday. This it was supposed to happen on Thursday. Uh, Sony had put out this tweet. Um, it says, We have decided to postpone the PlayStation 5 re- event scheduled for June 4th. While we understand gamers worldwide are excited to see PlayStation 5 games, we do not feel that the right now... We do not feel that right now is the time for celebration. And for now, we stand back and allow more important voices to be heard. Now, I want to start off with Ro. Ro, did Sony make the right decision in delaying this, or should they have actually gone ahead with the event? I'll be honest with you. I think that at the point in time that the event was supposed to happen, like I wasn't even considering watching it because there were bigger things happening in the world. So from a marketing perspective, because during my day job, that's what I do, but I think that and feel that it was absolutely the right decision to make. I think that a big chunk of their market and the people who typically would be tuning into that stream to be generating press, they wouldn't have cut through the press. They would not have gotten a return on their marketing dollars and, and value at that point. So from a business perspective, it was absolutely the right choice to make at that time. From a personal perspective, I appreciate that they didn't do it. That they did? Did not do it. I appreciate it. Did not do the event. Did not do the event. I was not trying to hear about PlayStation 5 games on the fourth. All right, Alex, what are your thoughts on this? Well, how about we let Donnie answer before I answer? Hey, go ahead. Hey, let (laughs) me... All right, go ahead, Donnie. No, Alice, be my guest this time. <laughs> like, you don't have to show me those special privileges because of uh, look, I'm one of the founders right, of Trophy right, Boards. I'm right, good. I know how to roll high roll. <laughs> all right, Alex, what are your thoughts on this then? I agree with everything Rochelle said. I think it was smart for every reason conceivable to shelve this into another time. All right, now Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess 
as a PC perspective, that's what I'd say marketing is. <laughs> as a PC perspective, I guess, yeah. Uh, personal perspective, ugh, no, who cares? Like, um, I just, look, just, just come to 19, don't pull these stunts. <laughs> like, I want to play my Last of Us 2. It's like, yes, you, <laughs> you cutting this for uh, bigger voices, the thing to be said right now, that doesn't stop TV shows from airing. That doesn't stop the next movie from coming out for the most part. You know, Netflix is still rolling out whatever they're going to roll out this week and or that day. I mean, it's like, bring it out there. Somebody's going to watch. You know, people actually, I believe you would have got a lot more views than you think because people tired of seeing the same thing. At least black people, at least, okay, me. I'm a black person. I'm tired of seeing the same stuff that's been going on for years and years and years anyway. Um... Yeah, throw me some PlayStation news, some video game news. It's different. We know we're getting killed out there. So this is different. Throw us some PlayStation news. All right, Yield? Uh, I'm disappointed that it wasn't aired on Thursday, but I understand. I mean, they'd have, gotten, they, they'd have gotten a lot of crap if they had just rolled, went ahead and rolled out with what was going on. So I get it. Yeah, PC perspective. I, I mean, See, I mean I, we're I, not getting the PlayStation until November anyway, so, I mean, we can wait. I don't think they would have gotten any backlash Me as neither. far as if they went ahead with the event. But kind of like what Rose said is they would not have gotten. Not all eyes the, would have been on them. I think, I think that their news would have gotten overtaken by everything else going on, and they would not have gotten, uh, I think, Ro, you said marketing dollars? Yeah, the return on, on, on the marketing investment. Right. I don't, yeah, I, th- I don't think they would have gotten the press and the publicity that they wanted, so, you know, they decided to hold back the event. I mean, now when I say that, it uh, to me, even when I say that, it kind of sounds like I'm being shallow when I'm saying that, because it, I, I don't want it to sound like I'm saying Sony only did it because they weren't going to get their marketing dollars because, and then they put out this message, but. It's that's kind of the way I feel. Like that's why they they just didn't. That's what that's the PC move about it, or my bad, the marketing move about it. That's exactly what that is. But (laughs) I feel like all the big video game companies, like Sony and Nintendo and Microsoft, all came out very firmly um, with messages that hey, say we support the Black Lives Matter Black Lives Matter movement and you would hope that they delayed this for the right the the better of the two reasons than just the financial reason but that's exactly what that is what do they care about Black Lives Matter look just because you support something not going on air to make your speech about something else how is that supporting that's just how I just feel personally how is that supporting you stating that you support this to me, that's not really supporting this. You're just stating the fact that you support this. You're not really doing anything. <laughs> so All right, go out well, there and market Don, it, Donnie, market let it me, anyway. Hold, <laughs> all right, Donnie, uh, let me just stick a pin on it because we're going to get more into this in our topic of the week. Let's just get through the news here. The next topic we have is EA Sports takes a stronger stance against racist usernames, especially in NHL games. Oh, my God. Dude, see, I don't even understand why you brought me here, man. Because, right, 
Like, this stuff been going Hulk? on for how many years already, man? Now you worrying about the freaking racist usernames? Oh. Okay. <laughs> this article, this this article is again, is coming from IGN, and it's ri- written by Matt Kim. EA Sports has announced it will take a more active stance against racism in its various sports styles, particularly in the EA NHL series. EA was one of the game companies to come out in support of the black community this week, but some viewed the company's statement as being hypocritical. This is because of the rampant racism present in its sport games, especially in the NHL series. The Reddit forum EA NHL subreddit has been filled with users highlighting instances of racist usernames that appear to have only grown in numbers these past weeks, especially concerning other racist usernames that directly reference the death of George Floyd. Quote, NHL 20 might be the most racist communities I've ever been a part of, end quote, wrote one Reddit user in a now-locked thread published almost a month ago. The user reported facing off against the user-created teams with blatantly racist team names and bemoaned EA's lack of a meaningful reporting tool. Quote, nobody laughs at them. It's just impossible to report this stuff, end quote, reported one user. EA does not have the systems in place to properly do so. All right, so Donnie, you kind of spoke up as we as I was trying to get through the topic. Say with your piece now. Uh, <laughs> I already stated it. <laughs> this is, go ahead, you can go to the next people. I mean, it's, I already right. stated it. <laughs> so, geez, you wait till now to say something like. Yield. Yield. <laughs> well, yeah, I thought, well, tricky. You got you got through part way through the article, but you didn't talk about what they're doing to change that. Uh, well, okay. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to figure where I stopped reading. It, now EA appears to be in okay. the process. Now it, it does EA talk appear- about how they're trying to fix this. Okay, now EA appears to be in the process of developing these tools. In a statement published on its official EA Sports Twitter account, the company wrote, quote, We're constantly taking action to maintain a culture of inclusion. Toxic behavior changes and changes and evolves rapidly and we recognize the need to do more actively monitor and remove those who perpetrate racist, xenophobic, homophobic, and sexist behaviors in our games. End quote. The company promises to review its its term list to ensure the filters are quote, comprehensive and accounts for various <laughs> languages, dialects, and slang. This is something we will, we will review and expand upon regularly. End quote. And they also said they're adding more tools in game to create, uh, to improve the oh. reporting functionality. All, yes. all these the companies are going through and doing the racist sweep now to act like they haven't known this for years. Oh snap! They serious about this last one that got killed. So uh, let's go to our database and sweep. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Ro, how do you feel about all this? So. I mean, we can get into it uh, if you want to get into it, but let's get into it. Okay, so let's go. So the the main thing is that right now, every company is very concerned about being boycotted, about being in a place where the dollars that were flowing are going to stop flowing, mm-hmm. and the <laughs> masses of them are now trying to put in their stop gaps. I'm gonna use nice, nice language. Um, I can't guarantee that that will stay. Uh, we, well, we are an uncensored show, so okay, feel free great. to let go. That is very helpful. So they are now trying to put these, frankly, just dumb, late, and almost worthless 
stop gaps in place now in order to put up a facade so that they don't get hurt financially because they realize that the majority of their bases are minority players more than anything else. Okay, <laughs> I, I have all kinds, and we can spend a lot of time on EA just alone. Um, it's facade, it doesn't fool anybody. Um, I have no respect for EA, um, and all of these are just too late. Uh, yeah, oh, you're wrong about it doesn't fool anybody. A lot of people are still being fooled by this, which is why I want to say thank you, Tricky, for trying to bring on the nice black person <laughs> to try to say it that way versus what I just said because she just basically said well, no, what I, I mean, said. <laughs> I, see, I kind of agree with, with Ro because oh, I yeah. think it's a little too... I think it's a little too little too late. I mean, you're you're only doing this now because of what's going on in the world. This stuff should have been in place long but, ago. But Tricky, how are you just going to agree with Ro when I just literally stated she stated the nice way of what I said? You have to agree I, with okay, both of okay. us. Like she said literally what okay, I Donnie, said, but I, I, I just I, said it the straightforward raw to your face way. That's <laughs> you know, and then you. All right. <laughs> You have to agree with both of them. Right. She said what I said. <laughs> Donnie, you know it pains Tricky to say he agrees with you. I know. Yes. That's why I said. That's why. That's why. And that's it's, another it's way like, I stated it. It's like the nails on a chalkboard. That's exactly why Alex, I stated it. Alex, what do you think it. about all this? <laughs> I mean, Alex. it's right. it's one of those things where I, like, I heard uh, or I saw a comment by, by Joe Biden, who, one of the presidential candidates, and he said, you know, George Floyd is a wake-up call. And my immediate thought was, where the fuck have you been for years? So, I mean, it, it I. It's a wake up call. I, it, it, yeah, it's it's kind of one of those things where it's like, why was this stuff not implemented for so long? If there are Reddit posts and threads about incredibly racist names, and just the way people have been terrible to women online and, and gaming, and just why is all of this stuff just? Why is EA making this now? I mean, it definitely gives a lot of credence to what Rochelle said, basically that they're doing it to protect their image. See, and, and you know what? I just lost my train of thought. Never mind. Yield, what are you, what are you thinking about No, this? when you were saying that, uh, the first thing that came to my mind was you weren't doing this before? Right. I mean, and that's honestly the way I feel. Now, 20, they, you know, the phrase is 2020 hindsight is a bitch. And, you know, I, it's hard to prepare for the future, but something like this should have been in place already. I mean, the fact that we have a trademarked podcast name and granted the word horse is a derogatory term to somebody who doesn't know what a trophy whore is. The fact that we can't put the word whores on the PlayStation Network without making the W into two Vs to go past it. <laughs> but racist terms can go through. That that will never make sense to me. Uh, and it's also worth noting. It's it's also it's also worth noting that EA is not the only 
uh, company to come out and do this uh, and, you know, said that they're going to start working on making sure that racism does go over. But I saw a tweet and it, it, it was kind of funny at the, at the same time. It was very sad. He said, uh, I'm glad that EA is putting in uh, racism filters. Now I'm going to go on and play a game and be called names over Xbox Live. Yep. Uh, you know what? I, I, you, know, you know what? Go ahead. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Well, I mean, I, I, just to be clear, I censored that a little bit because I didn't actually want to say what it actually said. But that, that's the reality is you, 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 you're not going to be able to eliminate it completely. Because there's always going to be a workaround. There's always going to be, like, the fact that we had to work around to put two Vs to make a W so we can have the the PlayStation 4 community group. I mean, there's always a workaround. And EA coming out like this, I like it, it just sounds like it's too little too late to me. I mean, and now they've also announced that uh, EA is delaying their EA Play one week. It was originally supposed to happen June 11th. It's now going to happen on June 18th. They're delaying it, and they put out a tweet saying... With the important conversations taking place and the important voices being heard around the world right now, we're moving our time to come together and play. We'll see you at EA Play Live 2020 on June 18th at 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Eastern time. I mean, in the end, you want, like, these filters and kind of this uh, accountability for people who cannot be, who cannot be civil, who basically are just dicks um, for no fucking good reason. But at the same time, EA can't look to people and say, we had a good reason for not implementing this shit sooner. All right, they did uh, have a good reason. My name. <laughs> Alright, so I'm going to combine our next three topics into just one big general topic. Uh, the headlines read, Fortnite Chapter 2. Hold on. My mouse just clicked over. Fortnite Chapter 2 Season 3 has been delayed to allow teams to focus on their communities among amid worldwide protests. GTA Online and Red Dead Redemption Online will temporarily close to honor George Floyd and Call of Duty, NBA 2K uh, and in-game Black Lives Matters tributes. Uh, so basically, there are several companies out there, several games out there that are acting in a way to allow voices to be heard, even in EA's statement and Sony's statement, you know, they're saying we're, we're going to allow other voices to be heard right now. I think that's a smart move, but is it... I, I want to make sure I phrase this properly. Is, like, the Call of Duty in the NBA, with them putting the Black Lives Matter tributes in the games, is that maybe a step too far? is actually patronizing to me. Oh, wait, why do you feel that way, Doc? Hey, what's the point? It's a, it's a video game. We play video games to escape reality, for one. So why would you put that particular reality in the actual game? Like, I get, like like I said earlier, I'm, I've been playing Mafia 3, and I said it as a joke, but I have been playing it because I got the, uh, what's the name, the DLC for free. Like, the the season pass, technically for free. I don't know how, but when I went to the station, the PlayStation store, it was all free. So, 
I've downloaded it and I've been playing that in Dragon Ball Kakarot. Um, so it, I would again, I say I said what I said as jokingly, but that's what I, I've been playing. But using that as an example, Mafia Three, it's a game created in the era of racism flourishing. So when you play the game, it randomizes racist comments as if I was actually in that era. I walked down the street, you know, they saying something, and then next thing you know, I walked next to somebody that would trigger a random racist thing to say to me just because I am black. That's part of the game. That is about as realism as far as me escaping the reality that I want to get because I, for one, chose to play this particular game knowing what this game was. Now, if I'm playing that game again, and say I'm playing Mafia 3, and just out of nowhere, you know, a patch updated, and it now put Floyd in the game some way, some way, somehow, and I'm like, well, no, what the heck? That's I know that's happening. This don't need to be happening in this game right now. So while you're advertising in or so-called standing with us using this to put in the game, that's not standing with us. That's not really, in my opinion, that's not really right, helping the cause. <laughs> Although the intent is there, uh, and this is the cynicism in me, is I feel that they're trying to grab onto a moment and make them seem like the cool kids. Yep, patronizing. <laughs> All right, Alex? I, I, I don't know. I think that... I think that Donnie may i think that donnie has a point you know if be very vocal about it in real life in 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 the real space um i i, I don't i don't know am i appropriate to comment on this but maybe in the video game realm is it is it as powerful in the video game realm like donnie said he wants to escape in video games so it kind of takes him out of that is you know obviously be very loud in real life but does it do a lot in in the virtual space i not a thing all right, Ro. So, the thought is nice in that for these companies, at least in my opinion, to try and use their platforms to put a message out in front of the people that they have the captured attention of, that is probably contrary to a lot of the stuff that they're used to seeing and playing and a lot of the places that they're used to seeing and getting news is great. But I play video games to get away from all the bullshit. And I don't play them to hear platitudes. And I don't play them to have marketing messages. I hate microtransactions. And to me... <laughs> Who likes them? <laughs> you know, but to me, this just feels like a microtransaction. And a swing at trying to use the platform, which I appreciate, trying to use the platform. I do. It should have happened a long time ago. But to me, they're nice little loading screens. What are you actually doing? 
And you see, and the fact that GTA Online and Red Dead is online is being shut down, that kind of boggles my mind as well. What purpose of them shutting down their servers to not allow people to play online? How is that helping to spread the message? That's well, I mean, like you would like to see instead of you know maybe doing the loading screens, maybe say, all right, you know, do outreach to um, black developers and people who work within the industry to to kind of help there and and foster more of a community within the game industry instead of just doing like like Rochelle and. Donnie said something within a game maybe work to to help the community as a whole and you know to promote more diversity within the games industry yeah yeah do yeah do basically just do something in real life it real life if it's not part of the actual overall theme of the game that you are playing real life has no part being in it whatsoever in my opinion so no See, loading screens. Don't don't advertise anything during loading screens. Don't make an ad on patching this real life into it. Don't. This is like another level of what? Who is it? Is it EA? That's um. The, what's the the hockey thing? Yeah. yeah yes. This this to me this is just another level of that. Like also. Oh, now you now you care enough to do something now you care enough to say something but you're just saying something you're not doing anything actually you're capitalizing off of what we're saying which is why i say that's kind of patronizing to me like you're you're trying to use your market but don't use your market <laughs> All right. Uh, well, and there's one question I wanted to ask to um, Donnie and Rochelle because in the in the process of the reading this article, you know, George Floyd obviously, you know, may be a tipping point that has long been coming um, in our society. But you know, being from Louisville, like I know the story of Breonna Taylor mm -hmm. uh, and how her boyfriend Kenneth Walker was treated after everything went down here, and of course uh, Ahmad Arbery down in Georgia. Uh, David McAtee, who was killed during protests here in Louisville this past week. Um, you see a lot of, like, George Floyd in a lot of these articles, but you don't see a lot of these other names. I wanted to ask you guys, do you think that's kind of selling everything a little short? Just, like, it's not just about, it's just George Floyd, like, tragic, and he should not have, he died. He was murdered by the police. That should have never happened. But do you think it's kind of selling everything short just to mention the one name? I know they can't mention everybody, but... Do you think that they it's they shouldn't make it seem just about him? I think that it's hard to jump into this conversation and jump into this space and recognize in a a message that frankly is built for social media everything, right? And yeah. and the bigger thing I think for for so many people is there's video of George, there's not video of the cops running into Brianna's house and shooting her in her bed while she slept, right? So it doesn't make yeah. the news. It's not the sexy story. It's a woe me, right? And no one has received any charges in her case either, which is sickening. And, and you can go back and back and back and back through tons of people that died in police custody that shouldn't have, right? 
And so it's, it's much easier to say that this is the tipping point and point to this thing that is in the common lexicon that everybody saw. And, and you can be blatant about this was wrong. And I think that that's the thing that's been the flashpoint for so many people. And, and it does a disservice to Ahmad, and it does a disservice to Brianna, and it does a disservice to Philando Castile, and it does a disservice to Tamir Rice, and it does a disservice to Trayvon Martin. Like, we can go down the whole list of everybody that it does a disservice to, but I think a that- A list that's uh, too long. It, it's way too long. But this is the one that, that everybody can point to and visually say, you can look at this and say that this was blatantly wrong. And I think that that's why it has been such a flashpoint for so many people. Nobody marched for Ariara Jackson. Nobody marched for Brianna. Nobody marched for Ahmad. But you have people protesting now. I choose to look at it as a culmination of all of them together. But my brain and my heart tells me no it's because they visually watch george die. <laughs> well I, I remember like i mean like the there the people are still circulating pictures of eric garner's death because like that was mm-hmm. another case where you had visual um evidence of what the cops did and how awful that entire thing was and like obviously eric garner's name has kind of up a lot and it's nice to see that people haven't forgotten that but you know like the one thing I will say is, like, Louisville has come together to, you know, I don't want to get in everything, but, it, like, Brianna's definitely not forgotten here. And, I like, a lot of people in Louisville are trying to make sure that everyone knows that who Brianna Taylor was and her name. So. Well, I'm glad to hear that. But, yeah, but I, I, definitely, I definitely get your point. And I think there is, I, I think you're right about that. Being able to see it and being, there's a big difference between seeing a video of it and hearing about it in a newspaper or reading about it in a newspaper. It's just whenever I, I read stuff like that, it's like, yeah, but, you know, what about Brianna? What about, you know, all these other people? And I, and I realize, you know, it may be difficult, like you said, to just jump into this entire conversation conversation when you're just trying to provide context within our, a video game article. Uh, but that was just kind of something that was on my mind. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, I'll just go with that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, well, it's more to it, cause, but I don't see, I just see excuses. That's all That's all I see in here is just excuses because you just now seeing it. I mean, that's what I always keep hearing. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And uh, my eyes are open now. It's like, you, you have absolutely zero to be sorry about, so stop saying you're sorry. And second you just now seeing like you literally been watching this your whole life and but you just now want to say something about it it's like that's that's the only thing i just keep seeing in here over and over and over and that's how i keep perceiving it because this stuff is not new it's like um this goes like way way back but it's like even before rodney king and that was on camera and look how hard it was for him to fight for that it's like it shouldn't have to be that hard to fight for justice it's like literally it's on camera this shouldn't be a trial period like everything you need to know is right there but it's so easy to take life but yet we got to go through what is called due process to get the bad guy that's clearly doing every single thing wrong 
to the law on camera, but you need a witness though. You know what I'm saying? Like this stuff is not new and I'm tired of hearing my eyes are open now. <laughs> like my bad right. seventy eight year old right. person. You know, I just now right. open. <laughs> All right, Donnie, let's take a pin in this for just two seconds because we're going to go into this in our topic of the week. Let's get into our questions that we have from Facebook, uh, which is kind of uh, the first question is coming from Andrew, and it kind of leads into what we have been talking about. Uh, he says, touchy subject, I, so I understand if you skip this. Do you think we will see a decline in, quote, police state, end quote, style of games over the next couple of years? Example of police state games are things like Mafia, Call of Duty, Payday, etc. Their single-player aspects, Call of Duty and Mafia, deal a lot with the authoritarian subject matter with cops or imposing military, while games like Payday lean into Luton slash Robin. It's a dumb question. No, I don't think you'll see a decline in it, but you'll see a change of the narrative within the game. I doubt that as well, too. Now, I, 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 I think they'll be touchy. Do you think if Mafia was in slated to come out next year, Mafia 3, do you think they'd still go with it? Absolutely. Yeah. That's why I said <laughs> it's not going to change anything. Well, we got, mo- well, we, we got we, movies. We got movies that's written by white people that's writing the white person as the slave owner. They're showing you in there in everything, you know, how many black people are who 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 wrote Mafia Three? I like I, I don't know. I, don't know. I can't. I, I I I don't even want to go. I don't even know how many black people that got employed, but I'm willing to say I could be all the way wrong, but I'm willing to say it wasn't that many black people that wrote the dialogue of Mafia Three. So I'm saying I mean, that's what I mean. We, it's we not do have change. a history. I mean, we do have a history of games being delayed for one reason or the other. I mean, look at Motorstorm Apocalypse that was delayed because of the tsunami in Tokyo. It's rumored that okay, The Last it. of Us 2 got delayed because of the coronavirus and how The Last of Us is basically dealing with a... A virus Ooh. that takes over your mind. Oh my goodness! Yeah, but you turn a freaking tsunami into a a civilization getting eradicated. <laughs> Ro, you were start, you started to say something. Yeah, so I think that you know the the thing is it's the difference between an act of God and something that is completely out of your control, actually <laughs> physically impacting your production, versus talking about changing the narrative and the core of what is at a game. Like, you can't change the core of what is Call of Duty. You can't change the core of what is Payday. And and you should not change the core of those things either, right? So, you know, I think that they would, you know, for some games, depending upon their topic, they may, you know, pause to think about how they want to market it or not, but I don't think that in the long term that no, you're going to see changes to those games. And frankly, you shouldn't see changes to those kinds of games. But what you should see changes to, in my opinion, and I think it was, you know, Alex that brought this up is I want to see within the industry more opportunities for 
people who look and sound like me to work for these companies and to write and to get their creations actually in front of people and have more opportunities that they are not currently able to get because of implicit biases. So that would be the bigger move and the better choice to make than to pause, you know, a Call of Duty game for coming out. Like I don't equate Call of Duty with Black Lives Matter or anything that's going on in the world. I equate it with they toxicity, do. but <laughs> that's just because I'm a they girl do. and multiplayer sucks for me, right? <laughs> like they're 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 not equal. All right, Alex. Thank you, other token. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, you have something to say about this? I think it's all been said pretty well. Okay, moving on to the next question. Also from Andrew, if you could push a genre of game to be the, quote, new hotness, end quote, for the upcoming generation, what would you choose? Personally, I think it would be sci-fi action-adventure games like 2011's Space Marine. See, there you go. Breaking our freaking space. Bring them back. Breaking our freaking space. Warriors and Space Force. Yield. I always said I always liked the setting of of uh, Starhawk, a space western. All right, Ro. I just want brawlers back. I miss brawlers. Yes, yes. Uh, now are we talking a brawler like Castle Crasher? Yes. Side scroller beat 'em ups. I love them. I I grew up on those playing co-op with my stepbrother. And I've been watching videos about all the old school brawlers in the past few days. So, uh, yeah, side scroll beat 'em ups, brawlers. Let's bring them back. All right. And actually, and there's a new Streets of Rage game coming out, and it's Battletoads, out. I guess, is still in development. So, Streets of Rage is out. I yeah, think. Streets of Rage oh, is really? out. Yeah, it's out, and it's next weekend's devotion. Oh, hello. <laughs> sounds hello, like Alice Streets is, of Rage Four. It sounds like Alice is going to be playing his PlayStation Four next week. <laughs> Yeah, probably. <laughs> All right, next question is coming from Corey from the Game Stuff Podcast, who's uh, being a little smartass right now. Uh, he says, are you going to do PlayStation 5 predictions like Game Stuff or not copy us and do something original? This is stemming from the fact that we stole a question from the Loot Brothers podcast last week, and people feel like we, you know, we're stealing material. Oh, my goodness. The media so, steals Corey, material I'm, I'm, all the time, Corey. <laughs> Corey, I'm just going to say this to you. How could we be a PlayStation podcast if we did not do PlayStation 5 predictions? Just because you did it first does not mean you have you, the, the idea is exclusive to you, sir. That's spoken like a true GameStop employee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And Jeff Hanna has the last question, but we're going to skip it because he's just he, he's also being a smart ass because I wrote. Recording soon, leave questions below, and then his question was, below what? If <laughs> <laughs> you're going to skip it, you still said below what? <laughs> well, I'm just not going to give a response to it. I know, it. I know. All just right. <laughs> so, now this is the part of the show where, uh, you know, we're going to let people speak their minds and say how they feel. I mean, not that we haven't done that already throughout the show, but... As you could probably tell, all of the uh, topics, with the exception of the first one, has some way to do with Black Lives Matter, what's going on with George Floyd, 
and all the protests and uh, riots that are going on. Uh, so I felt like it was only proper for this topic of the week is to talk about the Black Lives Matter and what is going on in the world. I wanted to give the floor to everybody, and I'm going to be open and honest with you guys because I, I you know, I, I tried to be straight out honest. Uh, I was a little hesitant doing this week's show because I didn't feel like it was proper for three white men to be talking about topics like this. So I reached out to some friends and but why, oh, why, why? Well, but why would you feel that way though? All right, Donnie, let me finish, please. So when upon reaching out to people, I reached out to Donnie, I reached out to Roe, and I reached out to somebody else. And when I finally got uh, a hold of Roe, Roe can back me up on this because she kind of like put it in perspective to me. I didn't feel like three white men should be talking about topics that are affecting black men. And Roe, you responded by saying it's actually important for us to speak out against it. It can't just be the black voice. It has to be all races, all creeds, and all ethnicities. I said that word wrong, but... That's okay. Uh, so, Roy... Uh, Roy. Roe, I wanted to give you the floor first because you 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 kind of convinced me to do the show because I was actually on the fence before I talked to you. Uh, I, I, I want the conversation to start off with you, like... How do you feel about what's going on in the world, and what what is it important for everybody to understand, at least in your eyes? So in my eyes, the thing that's important for everybody to understand is that it takes all of us having uncomfortable conversations, being vulnerable, being honest, being open and listening, to first just understand what black and brown people are going through in the moment. And then to understand that we have to do work. And it's not just black and brown people that have to do work. We all have to do work if we're gonna change any of this stuff. I don't expect anything to change in my lifetime because I have a lifetime of experiencing bullshit because of how I look, okay? I am as much Scottish as I am black, but it doesn't matter because when people look at me what they see is a black woman They don't see a Scottish Portuguese black woman But that's I what doubt, I am. I doubt that. I doubt that. I, I, I know they see that <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but see, especially in Boston see, not so much and, and see another thing that I wanted to point out is when I actually was approaching Roe to you know, about this show, I start. I literally started off conversation going, I have to ask you a really awkward question because I felt weird. Well, no, because I, I felt weird. I'm very awkward, Donnie. To, it, it, to ask somebody to come on the show because of their skin color to speak about a topic that has to do with the skin color because I, I feel weird doing that and saying that because... Oh. That should never be the case. I gotta yeah, say, yeah, you're, you're welcome back anytime, Rochelle. It's not just for this episode. <laughs> and, well, and I got to answer. Well, I want to go off what you just said, Tricky. Uh, for one, how can you personally feel that way when you literally had me since day one of this show? 
Like, you, what? of all people, should at least, white or not, have got that particular feeling out your system by at least knowing me and the things that I talk and the things that I say on Trophy Horse when I was a part of Trophy Horse. Also, during the oh, part hold, of- hold on, let me, let me respond to that for a second. Whether it's right, wrong, or indifferent, how many times do you see on social media? And granted, social media is not the barometer that everybody should be going on. But how many times do you see on social media of somebody saying a white man is can't speak to what's going on because they don't live it. They don't experience oh it. Goodness. First of all, you're doing exactly what the media do. You you singled out the ignorant statement of the bunch, whether that ignorant statement came from a black person or not. You you picked out the ignorant statement because everybody, including me, that right that's what I said what I just said, Tricky. Cause just you knowing me personally alone, you heard me say multiple times throughout the years. We need more white people speaking because they will listen to you versus listening to us. I've stated that for many, 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 many years. Not on just on Trophy Horse, but on my show, whatever talk as well. So that's why I said knowing you personally, that element of of your feelings, I guess, your emotions should at least been diluted, at least, if not totally eradicated. Well, well- Donnie, Tricky can can correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I think maybe he has some hesitation because he hasn't experienced what uh, you have experienced in your life. But you know and, what's and right I, and wrong, and though. His experience... Oh, go ahead, well, Donnie. But you know what's right and wrong, though. You know how to treat another human being. Not, not man to man, not woman to man, not man to kid. Uh, another human being you know right from wrong on how to treat basically the same way you treat everybody else exactly the same way we would like to be treated as well but do you <laughs> but let me ask you this if if i asked you and and ro you can answer this too um which i think you kind of did off the air when we talked earlier but are you the any way offended that I would come to you and say, hey, can you come on? Because I don't exactly feel comfortable talking about this alone. Why? Does that offend you at all? Why would that offend me? Again. Because I'm reaching out for, and, and as you joked around, I'm reaching out to have the two bl- token black people on the show. Well, first of all, I, and what did, what, you should have brought in what we talked about when you tried when you tried to enlist me <laughs> for this show. It's like, but it goes on along the lines of when, what me and you talked about off record. I kind of cut into you because of what you just said, stated. It's on along that lines. It's like, tricky. You, <laughs> okay, answering your question first. No, that was not offending me. For one, you know me. I don't get offended from anything. I can say my opinion on how I feel and how I yeah about how I feel, but I rarely to ever. Matter of fact, I don't think I ever got offended a day in my life. And people keep saying, "Oh yes, you have. You just don't uh, you just don't know that you have." I know what's offensive just because I don't react the way that you think I should react. The stereotypic way don't mean 
I should get offended. I know what's offensive. So no, right, I, so... I would not have got offended by, hey, um, I've got this topic. It's about, what the heck? A black person that's sensible or whatever, that got some sense, should accept that with welcome arms. Yeah, they should have a okay. respect enough for you to say at least thank you for at least considering a black person or a person that is not Caucasian to talk on this matter because how can you just talk about this matter other than the aspect of you knowing right from wrong versus knowing how it is to be black and white in the same world? All right, Ro, uh, you know, uh, were you any, any bit offended when I Absolutely asked you to be on the Absolutely not. So it was it was funny because I was sitting on my couch when when you called and as we started talking the I was like, wow, I I felt bad that you were even questioning not doing this show. And then I was really glad that you asked me to be on the show, you know, um, I don't want to say honor because that's too strong of a word. But, no, say it. You black honor. Okay, but what the heck. <laughs> All right, Donnie, let us be. <laughs> but I was grateful that you asked me to be on the show. That you wanted me to be part of it. That you wanted to have the conversation. What I think gets people tripped up so many times in in all of this stuff is. At what point should I speak up and is it okay that I actually have an opinion or have some thoughts or don't know the answers or don't know the questions to ask and I don't want to feel like I'm insensitive or I don't want to put out the perception that I don't know anything. Like all of that stuff is just noise and you have to let it go. You have to pull up to the conversation and everyone should be having these conversations. There should be no trepidation, awkwardness, or fear other than knowing that the conversation is going to be awkward because it's the first time that probably people are honestly, I hope, starting to have some conversations. And you but no, oh, absolutely not, not offended. And the reason why people are awkward or feeling subconsciously about it or feeling like I'm I'm scared to have it is because of fear. Like what are you fearing? You have absolutely absolutely zero to fear about. I'm tired of hearing I'm sorry. I'm tired of hearing that my eyes are open now. You know, it's kinda like you don't wanna you you're uncomfortable because you know. That's why you don't want to talk about it. Because you know it's, you can't live in a world whether you that's, that's the stuff that mates gets under my skin when you live in a world whether you're facing it directly I get the fact I understand that you white and you don't succumb to racism the same way that every other nationality does I get that I understand that's not a part of your world that you live in but you do live in a world where it does take place for you to just say, oh, my eyes are open now, and you're 58 years old. 
Come on. <laughs> Come on. I don't want to hear that junk. I don't want to hear because you see it. You see it in everything that you watch. Yes, it's it's on TV and or a movie. It, that may be the case that you see it in, but guess what? It's fiction, but that stuff is real. It's written to be a, inter, a source of entertainment, but what they doing in this particular movie or in this particular TV show is real. What takes place in this, it takes place in the real world. And you can't sit here and say that you living in this real world all this time, you haven't noticed nothing. See, I, my trepidation about talking about topics like this, and you know, uh, after I get done saying this, I like to hear from Alex and Yield as well because they've been kind of quiet. Um, they better be quiet. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were cool, Tony. Um, shots fired. <laughs> see, my my trepidation with this is when I started proving gamer. I had a hard, fast rule that three things we don't talk about on any podcast unless it was directly tied to the news was racism, uh, politics, and religion. I broke because that rule th- every time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and obviously, we're breaking you know two of the rules right now. The only one thing we're not talking about is religion. Uh, but my trepidation comes from the fact that I, I, I try... One of the things that between me and Donnie, and this is a little behind the scenes for anybody that doesn't, uh, you know, may not have the knowledge of this. One argument that me and Donnie always had was I did not want him to say one particular word on the show. And Donnie found it very weird that me as a white man had a problem with anybody saying that word. And I, you know, Donnie, don't say the word now, but I'm sure everybody knows what word I'm talking about. What do you mean? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> now, my, like, but my reasoning behind not wanting that word to be said in my presence stems from a situation of when I was uh, nine years old to I was 13, in which I'm not going to go into full detail. Please, please, but, though, man. Please. Hold, uh, I don't even know why you're using that as an example. God dang it, Trish. Listen. Listen. There was, there, was, there was something that happened in my life between when I was young that caused me to have a realization, small as it may be, of what a black person goes through day to day. And it opened my <laughs> eyes to a lot of things. Donnie, please stop laughing. I'm oh, sorry, man. You know I laugh to hide my okay. tears. You know that. Okay. <laughs> but when that happened to me, it opened my eyes. And like I said, it's a small fraction of what I can imagine that a black person has to deal with on a daily basis. So my trepidation is I don't like talking about topics like this. And Ro kind of pointed out is the, the fact that these conversations have to happen. And, yeah, they're going to be uncomfortable conversations. And that's why I kind of broke the rule about doing this show because between what Rose said to me earlier when I asked her about being doing the show and for her to be on the show, it was it, she made the point. It's like we have to have these conversations, and that's one of the reasons why I started uh, the podcast Tricky Thoughts is because there are hard conversations out there that need to be talked about without people screaming at each other across the aisle and her own slurs and insults and everything, we have to have 
serious conversations, and there has to be some kind of compromise. So, and, oh, sorry. So at, at at the end of the day, like, it, it, it's important to have conversations like this. It's important. I mean, even like what I'm saying, what I'm now, and Donnie is laughing. I know Donnie doesn't have any malicious in his laugh, but it still pisses me off because it's like, this is something real to me, and I feel like it needs to be said. And thank you for saying it, but the reason why I'm laughing, yeah, it's nothing malicious in it at all, and you, you knowing me personally know that. Right. Not, and somebody the from audience, the outside and looking the, in. And, the, and so what about somebody from the outside looking in? I don't care about them because they know Jack. They go off he say, she say anyway. <laughs> that's that's exactly what the media is and that's exactly what they go off of, which is why they've been brainwashed. But what you stated, Tricky, is that kind of leaning towards the reason why, you know, I made my yeah, my sarcastic remarks, but you know, I'm saying them in a in my head, a joking, a joking manner of what I stated earlier, like, thanks, other token, you know, and tricky. Now I understand and get and thank you for having the the black person that's going to say it the nice way. But tricky, what you said, <laughs> I've literally been saying these things to you, and it wouldn't get through your head. But you, she comes on and say pretty much what I said, and I get it. It's how you say it or whatever. I get all of that, but I've been stating what you said forever. Tricky. I even stated how I felt about why you get offended more so than white than black people get offended from the word. I was like, what the freaking heck? It has jacked to. Well, I ain't gonna say it has jacked to do with you, but it's like. So the heck what tricky is that speaking on me is just a word, but tricky. I've been it, that's why I'm laughing because I'm like I've been saying these things like for years. I've been like every time you get down on me about stating why I just state what I just stated, I always tell you even during the show, either get taken out or doing the show. I like tricky. I said it because of blah blah blah. But right. I understand, uh, but I get it. Everybody learns and get their eyes open differently at different points of time in their lives. And that's understandable too. And I get that. But that's what, that's kind of like how I feel when I hear a white person say, I'm sorry. Or, and, all or. Right. <laughs> all right, Donnie, you're going on a little bit. Let's get yielded to this. Yield yes. <laughs> Suppress, your suppress again. I'm not. I'm not suppressing the black <laughs> man. I'm again. just trying to move on because you get long winded. Yo, know, how do you feel about uh, everything that's going on, mm-hmm. and you know your thoughts? Well, I I think that it's it's 2020 and it's bullshit that you know we're we're still dealing with racism, and 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 I'm not a fool to realize that it's not fully ever going to go away ever but but the fact that it's it takes something like this you know floyd's death to have conversations that should have been had decades ago centuries or yeah even centuries ago and it's 
I, I don't know. I'm flabbergasted. I mean, I live in the middle of a cornfield in Ohio. So a lot of the stuff that, like, you see and Alex sees, I, I don't see it because I'm in the middle of a cornfield. But I'm not ignorant to not know that racism still goes on. So you just not have you you not having your eyes open now? You've been seeing it? I've been seeing police brutality since I was a kid. Remember cops? I, this is what went back to me when this whole thing went down. You remember cops as a kid? We're all old enough to remember cops, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I would sit there and watch Cops is actually still on the air. I, know, by the I way. would sit there and watch it as a kid. And it didn't matter who it was. White, black, Mexican, didn't matter. I would sit there and I would look at my parents and I would go, isn't that a little over the top? I mean, yeah, the person ran, but he gave himself up and you're throwing him around like a ragdoll. That's a little over the top. So point point proven that you're, you, you've been seeing, you ain't just yeah, had your eyes I, open. And I'm like, well, <laughs> th- this is on TV. And my dad would go, yeah, that seems a little over the top. And it's just like, and that's still a small, small portion which you've seen. Yeah. It's, and and, and, and that, keep in and, mind, that's TV. Some of that got this, cut out. And yeah, <laughs> and this, well, it, it's still going on. And it's, it's to the point now that even me, I'm, I'm a law-abiding citizen. I don't trust any cops. I don't. It, it, and it's hard to say that. And I, like I said, I live in the middle of a cornfield. And I just I don't trust anybody anymore. All right. Alex? So, I I appreciate Donnie and Rochelle coming on um, to talk about this pretty last minute. Um, it, for me, being a white man, like I do have privilege, and I want to think that I'm using my voice in the right way to support support the Black Lives Matter movement. And rather than ever feel like I'm speaking for, say, Donnie or Rochelle, to say that I'm speaking alongside with them and having a conversation with them, that may have to do with some of the trepidation that Tricky felt. Like he didn't want to feel like he was speaking for anybody. Um, I mean, what Yield said, it, it, like, for me, there's no opinion on, on racism. You either know that it's wrong and you fight against it or you're an asshole. Um, there is one thing, a picture that I saw, and I've seen this all over the internet, but I kind of wanted just to share it. Um, I saw it, uh, give credit to Sarah Will's photo on Instagram. Uh, it's a, a, a black child holding up, or a little black girl holding up a sign that says, we said black lives matter, never said only black lives matter. We know all lives matter. We just need your help with hashtag black lives matter for black lives are in danger um i feel like that was one of the best explanations i've seen it for anyone who didn't get it but also at this point if you're still responding with all lives matter i feel like you're not even willing to be part of the conversation and you're just you are willfully ignoring one of the like a humongous problem in our society that has been going on you know the civil rights movement may have been a long time ago but we're still having a lot of the same shit going on and it it's just I, I would. I just want to, um, like, I don't know. I just want to use my voice in the right way, and you know, fully support fully support um, Black Lives Matter as a movement, and just um, be there for as many people as I can. And like, like I said, I appreciate Rochelle and Donnie for coming on and having this conversation. You know, because, um, you know, like I said, I don't want to ever feel like I'm speaking for you all. And that's, <laughs> and white people got to understand that when you say things like that. Alex in with Tricky's ignorance. <laughs> no, oh, 
you have to white people have to be patient with us as well as, as this is something i had to explain to tricky earlier i was like you have to be patient with us because whether you want to believe the words that i'm about to say you are still a part of the opposing side so when you say things like that yeah we're gonna okay you're, you're down for us okay that's cool yeah, but we're still going to be looking at you. I think we're going to be paying attention to our peripherals. You know, we're going to keep an eye on you because, again, you are still a part of the opposing side. You have been lying to us for centuries. So when we say, when we hear you say things like that, don't be all like, "Well, okay, you know, he, he, he's he's a racist. He doesn't like whites." Like, no, it's not that. It's just like you have to be patient with us. That. The, with the history of white people, what they've been doing throughout the history of history, we're taking your your um, alliance with caution. And and like I, I with you say that, Donnie, I can't tell you how to feel. So I mean, you 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 handle things the way you want to, and I just can, all I can do is hope that I'm doing what is right to help stop the bullshit that's happening in our streets and in our society. Well, we gotta do more than having cops, so-called, stand with us. We gotta do more than having people kneel in a, in front of a camera as a group, whole city limits is just kneeling. Uh, me, personally, I don't, you know, that's cool and all. I admit, step one, accomplish, you know, but you're going to have to approve a whole lot more to me than just being a cop and say, yeah, I stand in the march with you. It's like, what a coincidence that the media doesn't have the good cops and the bad cops in the same city. You know, all the good cops that's so-called marching with us and protecting us and gets the, the rioters and not the hostile protesters, you know, that's understandable to protect us against. But what about the same cops that's walking against, you know, walking with us, attacking and subduing the bad cops that's attacking us non-peacefully? Are you going to be that cop that do that to the other cop? No. Why? Because in the media, it shows that hmm, it just so happened not to be good cops and bad cops in the same city for some reason. So all the, good, well, all the bad cops that's bashing us in the freaking head, pepper gassing us, shooting us. Where are the good cops at to stop them from doing that, the so-called allying and marching with us? To stop them, to uphold the justice. That's what I mean when I keep hearing, like, I'm tired of hearing, sorry, I don't want to, you have absolutely nothing to be sorry about, white person. You don't. Are you a slave owner? No. So why are you sorry? We understand. We understand that you being a white person, it's a possibility that you did have an ancestor that was a slave owner. You're white. It's just obvious that way. So you have no see, reason Donnie, to be sorry. So stop saying sorry. But Donnie, here, here's, I, I said this to you earlier, and I actually got a lot of flack because after everything was going on, that I most importantly because you know as you pointed out you know um, the captain of the ship you know the ship goes down with me but that proving gamer did not put out some kind of a message saying you know 
we support the Black Lives Matter, do, you know, donate, you know, I got a lot of flack because we didn't put out a message like that. So what? So what? Proven Gamer does not have to do that. Trophy Horse does not have to do that. You, Tricky, have to do that. Alice, Yield, you have to do that. So who cares about freaking Nike or who cares about freaking Panera Bread is not going to sell today? That's not, that's not doing nothing. That's not doing anything. You saying that I support does not support. That's just you saying that you support and you're not taking business this day. Wow, you a multi-million, probably billion corporation. You can stand a day without doing service. See, and <laughs> I, I, I want to shift the conversation a little bit uh, because I think three of us, four of us, yeah, four of us, we live in what I would define as a city, not, you know, the, the country as yields like said I he live lives in the, the cornfield yeah right uh has anybody personally seen any of the protesters or rioters besides me no nope even from um the um and it was here in Detroit I I'm a Detroiter I didn't even I didn't even hear about it until afterwards the next morning so no I right, haven't Alex? I haven't seen um, some of the, the protests in Louisville have come up by where I work, up Shelville Road, but it's generally been after I've been at work, so I haven't really seen um, any of that. Although I know I've seen, like, news vans and stuff like that and police in areas, like, next to the, our store uh, anticipating um, protesters. All right, what about you, Ro? Have you personally seen it? I have. Uh, so I'm in probably a unique situation uh, because my day job puts me uh, smack dab in the middle of all of this. Um, so, uh, I have marched, uh, here in Miami Shores. Uh, we actually had a demonstration in front of our bank, uh, earlier this week. Um, at both here in Miami and also at, at our branch in Boston. Um, so I'm surrounded by it day in and day out, uh, especially the activism that starts with dollars uh, that has been moving for the last couple of weeks. See, and, and me, um, where I'm currently working, I'm three blocks away from City Hall in Manhattan. And that's also right next to Chinatown. So not only have I had to see, I, 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 maybe I phrased that wrong, not only have I seen the, the 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 protesters and the rioters because of what's happened with George Floyd, I'm also seeing some really unique protesters because of the because of the the I don't know if it's racism or stereotype, but ever since Trump those. said that it's well, ever since Trump said it was the China virus. And I work in Chinatown. There's been some unique protesting going on, you know. And I, I don't know if it's xenophobia or racism, but I've had to deal with that as well. And I got to tell you, it's pretty scary when you're seeing the rioters that are going down the street and they're breaking windows on cars and what's going on. 
and Donnie, you kind of touched on this a little earlier when me and you were talking uh, about coming on the show. You made the remark, and I don't want to speak for you, so correct me if I'm wrong or I misinterpret this. Mm-hmm. But, but you said that you don't condone the rioters, but you understand why they're rioting. And I don't see why nobody else exactly feels that way as well. Well, tell us, what, tell, tell us how you feel. Like it's been stated, a riot is basically a side effect to not being heard. That's pretty much what a riot is. Now, whether they're doing it the right way or not, as far as in their own city, hometown or not, that can be answered in a, in a, later on in this topic. But yes, I don't agree, condone the rampaging through, let a, especially your own hometown. I'm like, what point is that going to prove? Like, I get it why you are upset but like I stated in a live video a Facebook live video is that you know it's about our riots here in Detroit you know they're everybody upset and mad you know Detroiters are mad and Detroiters have rightfully to be mad about what I'm about to say but it's a catch 22 to it is that they're mad that it wasn't even Detroiters rioting for the most part it was Grand Rapids, Flint, uh, you know, many other cities inside of Michigan coming to riot in Detroit. It, again, I get the whole meaning of rioting, like, don't do it. But the meaning behind the riots, I'm all for, because you're not listening to us any other way, but you are listening, but, you, but you're hearing us now, though. Why, do you, why does it take this for you to hear that ain't saying that's not even stating that you're listening. You just heard though. We're making noise now. So they did it right, in my opinion. Why would I riot home? If I'm gonna riot, I'm gonna riot where the supremacy is. Let them know we're not about to be down for that job. We're not about to take this no more. I will go to the hometown of where they the people did it at, not where the place the incident took place at it took place in your hometown don't riot your own town what did they do when they so-called was getting rid of or trying to scare black people away they went to their neighborhood set their crosses their yards on fire and all this stuff they went and caused commotion there they didn't commit hate crimes in their own cities their own suburban areas to prove that we don't like black people they went to where black people were and caused ruckus because they don't like black people and that's what i that's what i mean by i don't condone what they are doing but that's exactly how america <laughs> that's how america resolves its issues with rioting unions got created due to riots because people was hearing them when they was rioting they wasn't hearing them when they was slaving over whatever they was doing but now that we like oh hell no f this now we're about to do something about it you're not hearing us when we say like can y'all stop please like and that's literally what we've been saying for centuries can y'all just stop please 
There's not one protester that I have researched in the history of uh, protesting where they say when the tables turn, it's going down. It's not one. It's only been one thing in every single protest I have ever witnessed or experienced some way, somehow in my lifetime and throughout the research of past lifetimes of, of, of protesting. They've all been advocating the same thing, equality. Nobody said, hey, when the black people get their, their chance to reign, it's going down like this. Not one, but that's what y'all hear, though. That's exactly what y'all hear. So now, riot happens, and now you're calling us freaking animals because y'all didn't want to hear us when we were just saying, hey, can we just, like, can you just stop? If, like, if you're not going to, like, give us equal rights, can you just leave us alone? Well, whenever I've seen somebody post, uh, at least from, from my view, when I've seen somebody post and, and call rioters animals, it's it's a white person who's never had to walk out of their house in fear for their lives. Exactly. Um, it it kind of this go like Colin Kaepernick. We all remember kneeling uh, during the national anthem, um, and all the flack he caught for that. And anybody who followed in suit and did that, it's it's like it goes to what Donnie says. People were protesting peaceably, um, but then everyone's like, "No, you can't do it." They were burning NFL jerseys. They were swearing off the NFL. Blah blah. blah. The NFL has actually come out now and said that they were wrong and they should have supported Kaepernick in that. Um, about goddamn time, Roger Goodell. But people were protesting peacefully, and they were told, no, you can't do it that way. So after being told, hey, can you please stop doing this for the longest time, like Donnie said, like, what do you expect people to do when they feel like they're not being heard? And they've been, you know, silenced for so long, and and people are, our cops are still killing black people. And this problem is still pervasive within our society. Racism is still teeming in society. What do you expect people to do? But can, can't we not agree that once the protesters turned into rioting, and I'm not saying all protesters are rioters. I'm saying that once the the, pro, the peaceful protests turn into rioting, the message is now lost overall. No, it's not. Well, did that you, sounds did like you a white person saying what it's saying right now. That, that, you oh, sound straight oh, white, Tricky. Sorry to say it. Oh, well, wait, did you did you not see, like, videos of cops bringing in bricks, pallets of bricks into cities? Did you not, like hear about um, pe- protesters like trying to stop people from throwing um, water bottles like, people who weren't part of the protests no. No, no, like, no, throwing not. water bottles at police and and starting riots themselves like th- what it was in Minneapolis where uh, the ex-wife of, of a cop an undercover cop called him out because he was the one who actually started like the rioting shit okay I, well, to be clear I'm not trying to say that everybody rioting or, or excuse me everybody that was protesting turned into a rioter I understand there are some assholes that took advantage of the situation and started rioting. Not I'm not. Con- <laughs> you mean like the white dude with the bow and arrow in Thank the you, you for coming with the white guy. people and the guy's <laughs> ass beat? My my question is, can we all agree that once it did turn into a riot, oh, it's now minimizing the message that was supposed to be out there no tricky no i don't know when you're ripping no. down confederate statues and and stuff like that it, i think that sends a pretty big pretty strong message god dang bro, it you it looked like you're about to say something bro so i said no it does not <laughs> okay. um the thing i think that sometimes it is very easy for people to do is 
say that I can only focus on one thing at a time. And that's unfair. We are very complex beings. We can focus on more than one thing at a time. Okay. Rioting and looting does not dilute or pull any power from the message that is simply racism is wrong. We have a problem as a country and we need to deal with it. The fact that there are riots are the reason why we're talking about this right now. Because if it had just been another round of peaceful protests, it wouldn't be in the news cycle. You wouldn't have journalists being hit with rubber bullets and that making the news and that forcing the conversation to continue to happen. Okay, I don't condone the violence. I myself don't have the balls to loot. I also don't have the necessity to loot. I have a good job. I make decent money. I am not wanting for anything. And I'm lucky enough. You are wanting for equality. Okay. I am wanting for that. (laughs) But even in that, I can also say that I am privileged beyond most because where I work, I'm valued. I actually make the same amount of money as my male counterparts where I work, which very few people can say. I have the ability to be my authentic self. I don't have to use a white voice at the office. I have the ability (laughs) to give myself a platform so that I can get out on Facebook and get out on Mixer and stream and share my thoughts and use a platform. And I have a few people that listen to me, you know, so I have a lot of things that many people don't. And when you go so long without being heard, valued, or even just acknowledged, you have to expect that at some point in time, that all is going to bubble over. But okay. it does not take away from the message. All right, so it, we're getting the show's getting a little long, so let's uh, let's give our final thoughts. Yield, we'll, we'll start with you. You have any final thoughts you want to say? Don't be a racist dick. <laughs> Quick and to the point. Dottie, can you be quick and to the point? <laughs> nope, I cannot. I'm just going to say what you said. All right, Alex. Black Lives Matter. Bro. Be part of the conversation. <laughs> Don't be right, a tricky. And... <laughs> See, why you got to be a dick like that? <laughs> because you are the primary white. You are the voice of the white in this. <laughs> oh, I, I, I pride myself on... Get rid of pride, get rid of pride. Pride is the man killer. Get rid of it. Okay. (laughs) I pride myself on being the one that can hear both sides. I may not agree at the end of the day, but I at least hear out both sides. And I like it, it bothers me to this day that racism exists, but the reality is as long as people have free will, there will always be racism. And unfortunately that's the way I feel. You know, you know, as long as, as, long, have, as long as there are good people left in this world, those people will be told to fuck off. Hey, you gotta re, you Fair gotta enough. reword that, Tricky. You gotta reword it. As long as there is the illusion of free will, there will always be racism. Hey, everybody! It's that time of the show. You know it, where we clean this shit up. Now we love interacting with you all, but we want to let you all know how you can interact interact with us. You can go to Facebook and check out our Facebook page. You can also go to Twitch. We're on Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash Proving Gamer. If email is your thing, 
TrophyHorrors at ProvenGamer.com is the address, or you can even call us and leave a message on our phone number, 330-PROVEN9. That's 330-776-8369. If you like what we do here on Trophy Horrors, there are other podcasts on the Proven Gamer Podcast Network. Those are PG Spoilers and Game Stuff. Now, where can you find all of these lovely podcasts? Apple Podcast, which is formerly iTunes Podcast, Stitcher, various podcast apps, Google Play, and you can find Trophy Horrors and Game Stuff on Pandora, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Now, before we leave you all for the evening, we got to share our lovely sponsor with you all. Amazon.com, the world's largest retailer, world's largest online retailer, where shopping is simple from your couch and you don't even have to leave your house. But before you go to Amazon.com, go to ProvenGamer.com first. We have a link to Amazon on our front page. Hit the link. It'll take you exactly to where you want to go to your shopping experience. It's not a huge step, and it definitely helps out the website a ton. So please take that extra step for us. We would greatly appreciate it. If you want to support us on Patreon, we have a page. It's patreon.com forward slash ProvenGamer. And even if you can't support us with money, we would gladly have your marketing, your word of mouth, your recommendations. If you would recommend us to a friend, a family, a coworker, a neighbor, we would greatly appreciate it. Best marketing we can ask for. And last but not least, we are proud to be a partner with the Humble Bundle. HumbleBundle.com is a charity initiative that every week bundles together digital media in tiered bundles. These tiered bundles, you get to name your own price, but it's not quite as easy as that because because they are tiered. You, the more you put in, the more of the content you'll get. Now, of course, it being charity, the more money you can give, the better. But the bundles are typically a very great value, so the more money you put in, it's a win-win situation. That is going to wrap it up for this part of the housekeeping, but that is also going to bring us to the greatest part of the show, shout-outs. Let's close out the show with some shout-outs. Yield your shout-out, sir. Uh, shout-out to Ro and Donnie for being on the show and having the tough conversations. Uh, shout-out to Tricky and Alex for recording. And uh, shout-out to everybody standing up for what's right. Donnie? Uh, shout out to uh, Rachel as well and the Trophy Horrors crew. Rachel? Uh, that's her name, right? Rochelle. Rochelle. Oh, I am so sorry. <laughs> I, I thought you were watching Friends reruns for a My second. My bad. I am so sorry. I, you know what? I kept hearing Roach <laughs> the whole show. <laughs> and I, just, I say Row. Oh, Row. I kept hearing Row the whole show. So, my bad. I'm sorry about that. Rochelle. Shouts out to you for being the Malcolm to my Eddie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that a whole lot because, again, no, but I always say things jokingly, but that it's a, for real the truth. Like, the, people would come or be cold you to hear what Ro has to say versus what I have to say because of how raw and uncensored that I would be with it versus the roadway. You know, and I have talked the roadway before, but nobody wants to hear it, which is what I stated oh, before right. with the riot. So that's why I said so, so I appreciate the Malcolm and, shout and Eddie. Yeah. Shout out to my family. So, shout out to the Whatever Talk crew. Go listen to Whatever Talk if you don't want to hear listen to the speeches of Tricky. <laughs> oh my! Alex, your shout out, sir. 
give a shout out to our guests Rochelle and Donnie uh, for coming on and chatting with us. Uh, a lot of fun, but also a lot of serious talk. So uh, I definitely appreciate you guys devoting some of your time to um, share with our listeners, but also with us. And like Yield said, have this tough conversation. Um, give a shout out to our listeners, the fuel to the fire of this trophy horse. Thank you all for supporting us and continue to push us to even greater heights, as well as Donnie or Tricky. Well, thank Donnie again. Uh, Tricky and Yield for uh, jo- for joining me in this this conversation this week as well. And last but not least, my loving, awesome girlfriend, Ashley. Um, yeah. Love you, honey. And uh, those will be my shout-outs. All right. Rachel, I mean, Rochelle. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, oh. I had to do it. Shout-out to, to my it, mom who named me. Um, <laughs> so, first of all, uh, thank you for inviting me to be part of the conversation. And uh, I've really enjoyed it. Um so just shout out to all of y'all for actually having the conversation and wanting to do it. It's important and I appreciate it. Um, he was kind, he was wonderful, he was love. Um, I also wanna just give a, a shout out to really the community. I think that it's an amazing, amazing group of people to want to do more. Um, find the channels and take the action. Don't just talk the talk, walk it. Okay. And I want to give a shout out to the goddess who apparently fell asleep. Uh, shout out to Sweet Mama D. So disrespectful. Uh, shout out- you don't fall asleep on topics like this. Oh, li- <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm pretty sure Lakira's behind you snoring right no, now. No, she's just in the other room doing her own thing. But at the same time, like, show some enthusiasm about this. <laughs> shout out to the listeners. That's the second time that he told the goddess to show some enthusiasm. <laughs> At least it went a lot better this time. Well, that's because you didn't hear it this time. Uh, a special shout-out to Ro. Thank you very much for coming on. Donnie, you're crazy as always. Yield and Alex, thank you for uh, sitting down and having this conversation. I think, like like Ro said, I think it was important, even though I was uncomfortable very much at times. And But I think the messages need to be said, so thank you. So until next week. Chances are, if it's an uncomfortable, if you're uncomfortable about a conversation, it's worth having. This was some good PR, Tricky. Good PR. All right. <laughs> until next week. Happy trophy hunting. Peace out. Come back soon, Donnie and Rochelle. Will do. See ya. is Venus by the band Even off their album Zenith. Permission granted by the band and 12 Stone Records. You can find them on Facebook by going to www.facebook.com slash Even Philippines.